0: Welcome to the Empire Dynasty League podcast. Back for episode 18 this year. Slowly ticking on up there and uh, I'm joined as always by the coffee sniffer himself, Christopher Keen. How are you? Uh,
1: Very well, Benjamin. I've had a nice sniff this morning of the the coffee. Uh, It's actually... It's a big day today, Hod. It's Mo Alley Cox Plate Day, um, and, I've got, and I've got the big
2: gigantors number one ticket holder here with me, Hod. How you going, mate? Very, very good by you, Keeney. Uh, you mentioned episode 18 there, Benny. Speaking of 18, I uh, went for a stroll along the beach and saw big Maddie Lordo the other day. Oh, I had a you. bit of a Ra- Ramondre Stiffenson running home after that. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were talking about Peyton. No. No, my one true love. Big Lordo. Ah. What a guy.
0: Fantastic. Well, that's been, uh, it's been a big week. We had the Thursday night game play out last night. Uh, such an eventful game that I don't think anyone actually watched it. <laughs> Case Keenum leading the Browns to a three-point victory. What does that say about the Broncos if uh, the Browns without their starting two running backs and quarterback and three linemen questionable, all this sort of stuff, and they still can't? beat the Browns. I don't know. I'm- yeah,
1: it's a, it's a worry. They had a nice schedule early. The Broncos went 3-0, and and then they've faced a bit of stiffer competition. Um, maybe it says a bit more about uh, Baker Mayfield. Who knows?
2: Mm-hmm. I would probably go more the coaching. Uh, I think Stefanski is one of the oh. best, and he can bring in, um, bring in anyone, get him up and going straight away. But also, uh, I think Vic Fangio is one of the uh, leaders for first coach fired. So, old fanny pack. Did you just... Old fanny pack, thank to, you.
0: to go back a sec, did you say he can bring anyone and get him up? Did you call him Stiffansky?
2: Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> this show's going to be punny today. I can oh, feel it. Uh, we're all over I like it. I like
0: that. Uh, well, let's get into... We've got some league news here. <laughs> I'm so far behind, I didn't even have the news drop ready.
1: Every newsman in this city's laughing at us. And I don't like it.
0: And I know, like, last two weeks, we've called him the Tom Brown of this podcast. He he had a word with us off air. He's not happy. He doesn't like being compared to uh, the erratic, irrational Tom Brown. Uh, and when you read some of his tweets and listen to that bloke talk, I, I suppose it's a fair thing to be annoyed about. So, we're going to throw to Keeney on this one. He's going to run through the uh, the league trades at the moment.
1: I was going to say, I will be not going through the injuries. So, thanks for... Throwing to me for something else, but we'll kick it off. We had a couple of trades this week, which is uh, nice to see. We got the first one here contender with um, and a, a contender and maybe a, a little bit of a tank job or just selling off some assets. I think we might see a few more of these trades as the weeks go on and the trade deadline goes on. But this one was Ben getting Debo Samuel in a 2024 third tied to Brody, um, and in return, Hod got Jerry Judy. Rashad Penny and a 2024 first off Ben. So obviously Ben will hope that'll be a, a later end first rounder. Um, yeah, look, my initial thoughts was probably a slight win to HOD, I reckon in this one, but the the fact that Ben gets stronger immediately for his team that's contending this year makes, makes a fair bit of sense for both parties. As you said, the first one's down the line a fair bit. So, um, you know, I think, you know, right now, obviously Ben gets a gets a nice win, but I think in the future it'll probably be, Hod will get a nice package coming his way. What do you do You want to run through how this one went down, boys? Yeah.
0: So this actually uh, last week before you jumped on to sort of record for the podcast, Hod and I just started talking about it. I threw it out there just to gauge his interest, and then we Ooh. teed up a trade. Actually, had it ready to go as a live uh, on air oh. trade. Oh because I thought that would be a you know a great thing for the pod. And he, I reckon Hod got a bit of cold feet during it because he sent me a message as we were recording going, nah, Debo's on the buy, we'll save it for next week. And I went, yep, fair call, because you had your trade that oh. we were discussing and all that sort of stuff. So I went, yep, fair call. I left it sitting there as a trade um, for most of the week. And then on, I reckon, the t- so that was the Saturday, on the Tuesday, Hod just accepts it out of the blue. <laughs> I was like so much for fucking
1: saving it, mate. How good how good are the trades that just sit in the inbox? <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: so this risk. is this is no shit. I I was cooking dinner, I reckon, that night, and then uh hadn't didn't have my it's... phone on me, went went over to look at my phone and it said a trade's complete, and I went, Oh fuck, who's traded now? And then I looked and was yeah.
2: like, Oh, it was me. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> well, I mean, I I opened that trade probably a hundred times from Saturday to Tuesday, and <laughs> I just couldn't risk Debo falling over in the shower or something. He's a little bit injury prone, and he's puts he's put together a few games. I just I had to put it through. Sorry, Bed.
0: Yeah, I could tell nice that year. you were getting nervous.
2: <laughs> yeah, but no, the whole um, the whole idea no, of the trade go, go. when
0: I put it to Hod was, like you said, Keeney, I'm looking to shore up some. Uh, Wide receiver scoring at the moment. Obviously, I went in with the hope this season that Ayuk and Judy could sort of make the next step. It didn't work out so far with Ayuk and Judy obviously got injured, even though he looked pretty good week one. Um, So, like Hod was sort of saying the other week, I think that high ankle injury means that even when Judy comes back, I don't think he has the likelihood of being dominant um, this year. So, I kind of had to make a decision. I didn't really want to get rid of him, but... At this stage, I don't really have any first-round picks either. So players like that kind of become my first-round capital like you've been dishing off to get trades done. So the yep. 2024 first is my last first-round pick though, so I haven't got any left. Yeah,
1: that's right. right. You'll get a bank of picks next year. Do um, mm. so we want to go through – there was some some reaction within the league on this one, um, and we've got the great base executioners. executioners. I think he reached out to uh, – did he reach out to you, Hod, with this? Was this no, no, preview? this was this was in his preview of okay, so game. Okay, so he's he's used the uh, the the form to air out a few uh, thoughts in this trade, which <laughs> is what we we like to see that. That's no problem with that at all, but uh, this is from Scooter. The recent trade between Brody and Ben Smells. I believe the extra first was chucked in by Ben to help a fellow pod mate whose team is a train wreck. Either that or he, or he got Ben drunk and took advantage, which is a classic Keeny move. <laughs> can he, can anyone else think the trade was a little fishy? Oh, he's had no. a little swipe on the way through.
2: Just No fishiness here.
0: A nice drive-by by Scoot there. Um, nah, I mean, Debo scoring well. Like I said to Hod as well when we we're talking about this trade, the fact that Ayuk is struggling at the moment um, – means that I'm at least getting potentially the better scoring wide receiver in uh, San Fran. And if he is injury prone, which he's proven to be, and he goes down, it boosts Ayuk's stock, and I've still got Ayuk on my list. So it kind mm. of gives me a bit of an insurance play too.
2: Well, in insurance is the topical word of the show, I think. We, we might get to that a bit later. I won't add too much more. I think you summed it up pretty perfectly. Uh, it will look nice when Aaron Rodgers is throwing a Jerry Judy next year. That's the play here. <laughs> Hey. Um, and, and then that- Rashad Penny, he just fits my zero running back philosophy at the dingers. So we'll see if uh, he can gain any value from zilch.
0: Yeah, well, he's just come what, off there- IR, so that's not a bad time.
1: Might, there might an- score me something. Mm.
2: There is an advantage, I reckon,
1: um, to be had when, you're, when you are when you focused on one year for your team to get set for. And I'm not saying that you'll, you'll be winning it next year, but clearly all your moves have been made for next year. You're not worried about this year at all. And just the advantage you can have on your, you're tracking that mindset for next year. Everyone else is thinking about this year still. Um, So you can start to make moves um, to set yourself up a little bit better for next year. I think it's um, smart business for both
2: teams there. Yeah. I think that Ben summed that up with um, Judy wasn't going to help Ben for this year. And and I'm happy if he comes back or they just, um, I was going to say shelve him, but probably shouldn't.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right, <laughs> Deshawn. That's for a different podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's. Uh, uh, let, should we move on to the next trade? Yeah, let's do. We so. should. And this was. And this was a. Um, well, why don't this, I? Why don't happened... I
0: run through it, Keenan? Because you've got a lot of thoughts on this trade. So maybe well, I'll just. I'll... I've got
1: a couple. Yeah. Fishiness. So if
0: I just sort of if I tee up the trade for the listeners and then you give us your thoughts on it, this was uh, Matt the the McMahon brothers at play here, and it was before the Thursday night game. Uh, Matt receiving the. You know, the gunslinger case Keenum, uh known for the Minneapolis Miracle, sorry, Kenny Um, and Timos <laughs> in return gets Tony Jones, Chumpers, and a 2022 fourth. You know, those really valuable fourth round picks in return there. So clearly a play. When we go through Matt's team, uh, he's suffering from buys this week at both starting QB, so he needed someone to pair up with Jared Giff. Um, but Kenny give us some of your thoughts, your immediate reactions, uh, and also I guess post-trade reactions as the day has gone on. Well, what has it been, 24 hours probably since that trade?
1: Yeah, so, oh, look, I don't know what you guys thought, but immediate thoughts were, okay, kind of makes sense for Thais here, gets a spot start for Case Keenum. As you mentioned, he's got both of his gun QBs um, on by this week, so he needed a bit of help in the QB department. Um, Gives up Tony Jones, a fourth round. It could be last pick in the draft. Um, So not much given up at all for mine. So a pretty decent risk to take just for a spot start. And it could be more depending on how Baker goes. Um, I'm just trying to think of what Tim gets out of this. Um, Number one, Matt's in his division. So it's in his best interest that Matt loses this week. I'm not sure why you would help Matt try and win this week or at least get more points. You're fighting against Matt from points point of view and from a wins point of view and from a division point of view. I just don't understand the the um the interest in making him better for this week um and yes Timos will probably win this week but if if matt loses that bridges the gap I think they're even for win or oh, sorry you'd be one game behind matt yeah he's um, two
0: ga- two games back going into this week so you're right if Tim can win this week and matt loses he just draws it back to one game which and if, in and if you're gonna division- get something
1: if you're going to get something significant yeah fair enough but a fourth rounder and a and a backup running back I just don't know if the upsides there to do that sort of trade. Just my thought.
2: It's very interesting thoughts, Keeney. Um, I, I I mean, Tony Jones, Chompers, a um, little bit of a handcuff there. I can see the appeal maybe for the um, Timos, but the, the Case Keenum thing, Baker's got a torn labrum and a fracture in that shoulder. There is no guarantee that he's going to be back anytime soon. He could be, he might play through it, but Case Keenum with Timos having only two quarterbacks on the roster could have been a nice depth piece at that position. So I was also a little surprised there and I have bloody Camo in the eliminator. So I wasn't happy to see Matt get a spot start for a QB I need the San Diego demons more than ever. So, yeah, um, yeah. it is an interesting one. It is an interesting one to
0: break down because, like you said, Keeney, it's not really in Tim's interest for Matt to win and he's sort of helping him this week because that is why Matt needs him. But surely, like you just pointed out, Hod, the fact that um, Tim has Baker and Case, so having a handcuff QB is a weird thing to do in fantasy, but in Superflex and in Dynasty, you kind of need to do it because there's no one out there. Surely Tim looks at this and goes, well, if Matt's reaching out for someone like Case Keenum, maybe having... Uh, just flexibility to start quarterbacks when they're out might be not a bad strategy to have, but he's given that up because you're right, there's no guarantee that Baker comes back anytime soon. And does Tim have anyone else that could come in at QB or is that it? Taysom so,
1: Hill, but that's a bit of a stretch And at Taysom this point, Hill's but, had
0: some injuries and yeah.
1: But the other thing is like, I think more to the point, like so Tony Jones in a fourth, um, what, what's, what's the rush to get rid of Case Keenum? Like he's going to be playing for the next four weeks. You could have got better. You, you can't. You could get a better deal this week with someone who needs a QB. There's buyers coming up. Um, I don't know what the rush was to give Matt um, a QB this week. Like, oh, you could have sold him to anyone next week and not affected your chances of winning the division.
0: Mm.
1: Interesting. Mm. I wonder
0: if Matt maybe timed the uh, the trade. Ooh. Maybe he knows his brother very well and maybe he got timed some. sending out the trade just when Tim oh. sort of wasn't thinking too much and went, hey, you know, here's a, here's a handcuff, what do you reckon? I need to get this done. He went, yeah, whatever. And, I mean, it's- we see some of Tim's notes that he puts in for this league. You can tell when he's got a bit of time to think about fantasy and when he's just trying to smash something out and maybe uh, Matt just got him at the right time.
1: Is this from the Brody Hodick playbook from the, pre- the, uh, the rookie draft where he just gave
2: him a bit of a time ultimatum? There's a, there's a reason successful businesses operate with deadlines, but there is a famous quote out of Gone in sixty seconds is a brother's love is a brother's love, and I think this shone through here uh, might have been helping each other out with this one. But well, anyway, we'll there, move, we'll there move on. There you have it,
0: everyone. It's we've we've recorded about twenty odd podcasts now, and it took about twenty odd podcasts to get a Gone in sixty seconds quote. <laughs> Never thought I'd see the day. <laughs>
2: Love that movie.
0: (laughs) Let's let's move on to The Eliminator Pool. Yeah, and it pains me to play that song as we move to The Eliminator Pool because the one who bit the dust was, in fact, the Park City Lions this week and... You know, only fitting that the executioners chop another person out of this competition. Can I just give you a fact here, guys, a fun fact of the Eliminator Pool? We had 12 teams start off. we it down to four. Uh, out of the eight teams that have been eliminated, six of them have been at the hands of the Bayside Executioners. Could there not be a more fitting team name to eliminate people in an Eliminator Pool?
2: 75%. Well, I mean, Scoot has to put the guillotine to use, and it's definitely not happening in the <laughs> weekly fantasy realm. So why not use it in the eliminator? That's a very good point. Dust.
0: Very good point. So it's down to four league members. It's down to Papa, Maddie, Mac, Hod, and the other McMahon, Timos. So uh, we're going to start with only four remaining. You know, it's it's going to get harder to predict who's going to win because, like we said, it's going to get to the point where some of these teams, like the Humdingers themselves, someone's might get forced to have to try and pick the week that the Humdingers is going to get their first victory, if at all. Uh, so, just to let everyone know who is riding on who, Papa and Tim have both locked in the executioners. Kenny oh, and I can give you the hot tip. Oh, Good luck, boys. Oh, uh, You are playing with fire and you could very well get burned. Could Come on, Diggers. Could Scoot. Raise his number to 8 eliminations Out of 12 That's, what, I, that's I actually, what's on the
1: cards I, I actually reckon Scooter is the type of bloke That's like I'm 1-5, I'm not making playoffs yep. Fuck these blokes, I'm going to tank it yep. So they could lose the eliminator <laughs> Just to piss that's, them off, it's absolutely
0: in the realm Of possibility, we've got Matty Mack Riding his bum buddy the DFF To a victory. He's he's locking him in for back-to-back victories. This is a massive, massive storyline. And then Hod's gone with the San Diego Demons for a win, uh, which is also another... I think what we're seeing now is people are looking to the end game and going, when can I get these teams off my list? Uh, Because I reckon there's some some absolute locks still left on people's list to choose, but I reckon people are playing a bit more strategically now. Oh,
2: I think I think if Matty Mac had his choice, he'd love to get off the DFF every week because those two are awfully <laughs> close. But uh, this is this is brilliant. I love seeing the diversity with the picks, even though there's only four of us left. Um, a lot of the weeks have had the same uh, selections, so this is a very juicy week. And I, I think I've got Scoot coming up in two weeks, so I just need. The three to drop off before then and I'm home. So, we'll
0: we'll fill people in if you don't know. Hod had started the year just picking every single Eliminator pick. So, he hasn't actually changed it. He tried to look ahead in one go and anticipate. So, this is why you locked in Camo looking ahead to Matt having the QB buys. Uh, obviously, yep. you didn't anticipate at the time that he would uh, trade for Case Keenum the night before Case was going to start <laughs> for the Browns. And if you could see that far ahead, you should be gambling and being more successful. Um so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. But down to four, uh, it's going to be a pretty interesting finish. And I hope that we get a person standing at the end and there isn't sort of a, a tie situation that we have to do a countback. That would be ideal.
3: What was that? I heard something, then I saw something. You didn't hear anything, man.
0: And moving in to our reviews of week six, we'll start with the Grouse who moved to a very, very juicy 6-0 and 0 against the San Diego Demons who fall to 2-4. and 4. Um, Battle of the D-Boys, uh, no love lost between these two, really. They they went in happy with each other. They left happy with each other. So Keeney's takeaways, he's uh, I'm not sure he really actually watched any of the matchup. Is that... Keeney, that's, that's your words there. Are you just saying that you felt that confident the whole way?
2: No,
1: because he's been occupied with other activities.
0: Well, that's true. Old uh, San Diego Demons would have been too busy walking the streets with his D's Premiership merchandise.
1: he's, oh, he's been He's been texting me. I've been tempted to put it up in the group, but he's... He's already got a few, a bit of merch, and he's he's roaming the streets with all his D's merch on. I love it. I love think we've got to
0: start putting this on the Instagram page for all those uh, yeah. EDL fans out there of the podcast.
2: Can I ask, is Camo one of those who have painted the fence or decorated oh, the home? Yes. Because I'm seeing a lot uh, of them around too. Yes, I definitely, definitely, definitely would have had a balloon up or two.
1: Uh, <laughs>
0: it's it's a yeah. very big tradition uh, near where I work In the suburb where I work Where oh, yeah. you see the old fence painting the uh, So there's one that still has the doggies colours I would have been painting over that pretty quickly <laughs> After the way the went <laughs> The down. fourth quarter, get out of yeah, there exactly Something to do in the fourth quarter I would have been out there painting the fence
2: there's um there's definitely a similarity there, Ben. Geography means a lot with selecting football teams. And I'll tell you, there's a lot of red and blue in Brighton. Mm. Jesus Christ. Yeah. The, 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 the rich demon folk there, Keeney, rolling in it. Oh, well, goodness. Brighton Grammar are red and blue, so.
1: They might oh, be they're here. not <laughs> in the school, mate. <laughs>
2: are, are they also the demons, are they? <laughs> yeah, I think they are. All Jesus. right,
0: back to this matchup. So, Camo, he's content with life at the moment and uh, as a result... Is a pleasure to come up against in the EDL. It doesn't really matter if his team's not uh, performing well week on week because he doesn't really care. He's, he's he's seen his beloved D's get a grand final. That's all he wanted. So uh, he's very, very gracious now. Gracious in defeat and, as always, off the back of knowing exactly what needs to be done in the Sunny Weaver Junior Division. Uh, first of five wins, Keeney is predicting here, gets the three seed, which we might get divisional later in the podcast and break down some of those. I don't know. What a tease. For anyone who maybe likes to hear the divisional drop, that might be something that keeps (laughs) you hanging on. Uh, But it is a very good point. He's still sitting atop that division at two and four. So it's, uh, you know, it, it... doesn't really matter too much if you can drop games like this. It's all about just getting yourself right for those divisional games. So this was a lot closer uh, than the final score suggested in the early slate games. Daryl Williams was doing things CEH hasn't done all year, scoring a Uh, (laughs) Burrow (laughs) Burrow was going beautifully. And meanwhile, Frankie Reich decided to give old JT two touches in the first half against Houston. So, very frustrating to watch along there. Fortunately, uh, Keeney got away with a game uh, to forget for Justin Herbert. Uh, yeah, Herbert had a very shocking game.
3: You are all right, mate? Did I, you just
0: have a stroke? I did have a stroke because for a second there I was like, his name's not Justin.
2: I don't know why I thought that. <laughs> Uh, you've you've got the goggles on, it's Khalil. It's Khalil. That's, That's the only out. Herbert that matters to
0: me at the moment. Exactly right. But um yeah, no, on the back of scoring, you know, forty odd points the week before, he had an absolute shocker, Justin Herbert. But, you know, one here and there is not good. Uh is okay. And Kareem Hunt, yeah, pretty stiff here. He he had the keys to that to that offense last week and did his calf as well. So something to do with running backs and calves there and old D earnest. Had a good night last night mm. getting the start. So, yeah, Hunt uh, didn't have the impact that that most predicted he would and has scored 150-plus in his roster. It's just a matter of when for Camo. So, the grouse was bailed out with strong showings from his QBs when wide receivers combined for zero TDs. Uh, what's... AJ Brown as well. Um, oh. Did he have one target in the first half for no catches or something ridiculous like that? So... Very
1: frustrating. He's eating too much, eating too much chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, got the runs, mate. He can't keep any food down. The wrong kind of runs for a,
0: a wide receiver. And so, Tua back in action for the Grouse here. So, uh, what he put up a seventeen or something like that. So twenty-two. He a solid, mate. Sorry, I was five points off there. Sorry about that, Kenny. Uh, so yes, you you want more out of that for Tua. <laughs> Look, Camo hasn't given us too much insight, and I think that's probably because, uh, as Kini pointed out, uh, he's just really just staring at his merchandise and not really thinking too much about fantasy at this point, but too good the grouse, he said, and uh, welcome to an illustrious group, Scoot. The DFF is on the rise, so <laughs> there will be many more victims in the future. However, not many will lose to him when he only has one QB, congrats. So he's actually ignored just giving any feedback on this matchup against Yukini, and he's just focused his attention. Maybe this is something actually that we overlooked, that Camo is just breathing a sigh of relief now that he is not the only scalp of the DFF anymore. There is another team to add to that list. So DFF Mm. is just building and isn't it a glorious time in the league when DFF is up and about. Uh, Any final thoughts on this, boys?
1: yeah well, my final thought was uh, i did I did have a couple of sentences on tour that you ignored, but that's okay. but um, I just wanted to I wanted to use this forum to pump him up because he's an important member of my side, and I was just talking about the trade rumors that's going on. It can't be good for him, but I reckon at this point, fair income, just both parties just make it happen because clearly Miami don't want him there, and I think if he gets a decent reset somewhere else, he can be pretty valuable for someone else. so I just think this situation's just become untenable and they're more willing to go to Deshaun Watson than persist with um, Tua. It's a bit strange,
2: but mm. anyway. It is strange and, and you know, we don't know how true these rumours are this week, but Houston's come out and said basically they don't want him. So that's that's an interesting plot to uh, talk to, about as well. To, uh, it, to it, talk it, about. To a talk about and it looks like a third team will have to come in um and make this happen but it is an interesting watch and i love that you jumped in there because ben just overlooked all of what, what keeney had to say oh, i'm and trying
0: to keep this podcast snappy no, and keeney's putting up enough. paragraphs of shit. I thought of you liked that.
2: no it is good we do like that we you know where like i went that. wrong I is Washington. i probably
0: i probably should have read it beforehand before we started recording
2: that wasn't clear at all
1: i heard um I heard Washington might be in the mix, so give us a scary Terry stack. I'll take it. Um, oh, let's let's move on to the next game. This was a, a barnstormer. Um, the Park City Lions <laughs> one fifty three knocked off the Humdingers. That eighty show just put up a nice eighty point five. Um, you both actually said basically the three identical things here, so I'll just summarize. Um, <laughs> Hod went with the the literal zero RB this week by putting up zero. Um, zero point zero. <laughs> Correct. I think four of his starting, uh, sorry, four of his starters combined for 1.1, 1. 1, which is outstanding. So the rest of your squad's pretty deep, Hod. If he can yeah. play six a week, that's a solid 80-point uh, score for you. I think JJ Taylor didn't even play. Boston Scott put up a zero on the on the Friday game. Um, and Rashad Higgins scored a zero as well. So <laughs> never ideal when you have to start three doughies in there. But um, I think you both commented on just how good uh, old Derek Henry's going. Gee whiz. He has scored. So six weeks in, he scored three touchdowns in three of the six weeks. It's actually, um, yeah, so it's actually
2: insane. Can we, uh, I know we are trying to push on, but can we take the opportunity? Can he win the MVP and defy this quarterback rule? Cause he is on in the mix yeah. an amazing stretch. And I'll just comment on the AJ Brown thing. I think also Tannehill is saying um, some negative impacts of this. Cause Derek Henry is just running everything. And mm. um, on the game the other day, they, they talked about the splits. So his carries go up every quarter. So it's like, it's the, he's the best player to watch Mm. if you own him because you know, it's just going to get better and better. And I just think last year, Tannehill and AJ Brown were obviously elite. And I think just a lot of that production is going to the big fella. Yeah. And it actually makes sense if you
1: can keep him somewhat fresh for the second half and the defense worn out a little bit and he's just an absolute Mack truck. Just he's, he's a freak. He's a physical freak. Um, I do like, Hod that you've put the original dinger himself, Adam Thiel, and stuck it to the old mob for a 24. I like that little note. You never forget the players you first started with, um, nope. particularly when you trade them away. It's, uh, you never forget where, well, they, where they came from.
2: I'll take a, I'll take a little DFF stance. I taught him everything he knows. So you're welcome, <laughs> Ben. Yeah, exactly. Um, you Just, both mentioned Khalil Herbert. I know we touched on hmm. there's only one
1: Herbert in, in Ben's mind at the moment, and rightfully so at the moment. Khalil Herbert looked really good. As the the lead back there for Chicago, so um, you know third stringer to start the year, but gee, I reckon he's he may have pushed Damien Williams out of that backup role. He looked really good. So um, obviously Williams is still out with COVID, but if he comes back, comes back, I wouldn't surprise me if they just stuck with Herbert. Look mm-hmm. good, absolutely. Well, oh. um, and and just the final point before we push on, just um, Hod, you noting that Ben put up a one fifty three with with pretty low scores from Mahomes and. And Lamar is two, two big weapons there, 11 from Lamar, 22 from a home. You'd probably expect a bit more out of both of them combined. So to put up a 150, it's a nice floor to be playing with week in, week out.
2: Yes. Now, I'm, <laughs> I'm doing my prep on the fly. And huh. let me tell you, the Gym City Stallions have given us doughies, In terms of these notes, we've just come off the back of some two pretty solid inputs of games. And then, Jim, come on, mate. We need more from you here, but I will let the listeners in on what he has written here. Ben, did you have something there? Are you you just smiling like a little um, cat? I'm
0: reading some of Jim's wording here and I'm just teeing up a certain button for you.
2: Yeah. Well, I saw that, uh, the explicit rating reminder just coming up. Um, I'm, st- uh, Jim says I'm still in for a chance here. might be a minimal chance, but a chance nonetheless, I- I'm guessing he's talking about the Sonny Weaver junior division and he's got some animosity towards, uh, the Las Vegas Raiders here as a football team. They are a piece of shitty reckons. Kenyon Drake has robbed Jacobs of at least one extra touchdown. Um, Obviously, that was a decider, was it? I, I can't even remember here. What What was the score? Was uh, this a close one? I got it. Hold on. Yeah, no, 16 points in the end. Well, oh, last what? time I checked, a tuddy six points, Jim. So let's get the calculators sorted. Um, and the last bit here, just Ben, get ready. I'll, I might go slow with this. No, but I'm, I'm good. Las Vegas are a pack of c- <laughs> I don't think it helps if you do it slower. Yeah, it's hard. I tried to tried to drag it out. You know how you put the, the C and then the bloody little symbols and then the S at the end? That's what I tried to do on a podcast. But uh, Jim, pretty uh, pretty ferocious there with his thoughts. And Papa, our first ever match in EDL history has not disappointed with the narrowest margin of the week. Thank you to the stallions and owner, Jim, for a fantastic hard-fought contest. This new spiritual papa makes me sick. He's he's had an awakening. He reckons he's not taking fantasy too serious anymore. And it's coming out in his notes, and I don't like it. The Punishers gave it their all to come out victorious. In the end, I, as I mentioned last week, the game was won in the Friday stacks. Both teams dealing with some injuries to regular starters. We both pulled out some nice scores. I think that's in reference to the Brady-Brown stack there. That was a nice one. And the Stallions are a lot better than their record shows. And I wish him luck for the rest of the season. And hopefully, if we are both lucky enough, we can meet in the postseason. Good luck, old friend and trading partner. Oh, what, what is this? This is disgusting. Where's my old what? mate, Papagiris? I oh, know. I miss Papa. Where is he? Uh, I'm, I'm for it. You know, it's, he's, oh, a, he's, he's a, a lover. Be.
0: He's not a fighter anymore. I just think that uh, he's got a new lease on life. And he's not well, letting this stuff consume him the way it was. I don't think it was healthy for him last year. You know, you spoke about it, Hod, how he, the stress that was endured when he was in that final, uh, watching all those scores live, and maybe he's just had an epiphany.
1: Well, Papo, if this fires you up, we know you're four and two, but Ben put you down as three and three, so cop that, mate. Whoops. Yeah, from yep. your old bum buddy.
0: My bad. Sorry about that. Sorry. up. Uh, trying to do Papa. the notes in advance, and I uh, stuff that one. My bad. Well, leave the, no, leave it the notes bad. for now and roll Preactive. on to the next game. Well, I don't know how I managed to do this, but I somehow have scored the uh, matches with the biggest amount of notes in them, or well, the most notes, and I haven't read them in advance. Oh. So, we'll... Uh, we'll, ha- I'm well gonna- hang on.
2: Not
1: really. Have
0: a look at Tim.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I was just about to say. Well, yeah, is sure? that possible?
0: Just to fill people in, Manny has well and truly uh, made up for Tim's lack of notes. So... I think we can get a bit of an insight as well because I put the the form out for people to share their notes very early in the week, um, before the Monday night game was played. So you can kind of tell when people have filled this in just based off their comments. But I'll run you through um, the the Johnny United's Haircuts notes first because you know this is this is now back to back weeks where Manny I think has taken to this forum and he's really using it as a forum just to pump his team up, share his thoughts. Almost tell people how much smarter he is than everyone else. Love it. But uh, I'll run you through it. As flagged in the Sensible Haircuts preview, this was a huge danger game for Tim. We're a big fan of Tim over at the Sensible Haircuts, uh, given you could set your watch to his short back and sides number. But unfortunately (laughs) for him, he found himself coming up against the Johnny Unitas juggernaut at the wrong time. Kamara, bye week, McCaffrey injury uh, were telling and the Sensible Haircuts managed to eke out another win, this time with a media ochre performance. I think I said media ochre there. <laughs> yeah, How you did. That? <laughs> That's delicious.
1: Make, bolly, have a coffee. Make
0: no mistake, the story here was all about Tim, and he had a shocker at the wrong time. Two weeks in a row, Johnny Unitas has stolen wins. He snipped them away from people in the Vontae Mack division while holding their first-round pick for this year. He loves just, He loves telling people that he's... Knocked them down it's a, a peg whilst holding their picks. Love I love it. that. The equation is simple. If only one team from the Vontae Mac division makes finals, the sensible haircuts are guaranteed to go into the draft with at least four or five top six picks. Love it. Also, at four and two, <laughs> holding seven first rounders next year, will the power rankings start taking this franchise seriously? I'll jump in there. Uh, No, because it's for this year, and you've got Geno Smith and Roethlisberger as your starting QBs. I don't think that's going to bode well for you in this year's power rankings, but I 100% agree that next year could turn on a dime pretty quickly for the sensible haircuts. And his final note here, with regards to the draft trade with Matty Mack, so he's weighing in on this one, so you can tell when he did his notes, this would be one of those times that both parties were happy to start with and have got happier. I'd completely fucked that up. Whatever I was trying to say there.
1: <laughs> Both parties were happy to start with and have got happier as the trade's going on. Oh, okay. Come on, mate. <laughs>
2: Loves a syllable or seven.
1: Uh, Jeez.
0: Yeah. Jeez. He's
2: a school teacher. I
0: know. I read to people <laughs> right, for a geez. living. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought, you know, when I read this, I had in my mind that he was talking about the Case Keenan pick. But anyway. That's Anyway The uh, pick of Chase Has proven to uh, Has proven inspired <laughs> oh, Can someone take over? <laughs> uh, homeschooling no. oh, Has defeated you Fucking killed me And he's clearly The Justin Jefferson Of this year Sutton is back To his old self And challenging The now team Has two great Young pieces <laughs> Whatever For the haircuts Who would have <laughs> Jake and chase given the already oh fuck god how do you do this this is the first time i've tried to read live and i can't do it oh god anyway he's uh he's happy with the trade <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, for, the, for the fairness of Manny up. who's written this out, I'll, I'll go with it. For the haircuts who would have never taken Chase given the already stacked receiving core and would have gone for Cole Pitts, Andrews is looking like the tight end one air when Kelsey winds down and switching... Uh, at, when he winds down and switching out a wide receiver <laughs> yeah! to two running backs still makes sense given my roster makeup. I think both teams get
2: happier with this trade by the week look i'm gonna i'm gonna step in here and just look after you two manny has actually written this in hebrew so we're not <laughs> no. having much google, luck with this google translate can we throw back to ben to read tim's notes
1: though <laughs> yeah i yeah, think okay. i think, he might I, think right I can manage
0: one. these ones i can manage these sorts of notes these are tim's thanks dan beers 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 bags 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 <laughs> i'd nail <laughs> that 100 percent. Fuck. let's move on please hey,
2: I think Timos was just thinking of you there, Ben. I think he's a team player. He is. Have a breather, mate. Whew. Just take a just take a breath. Just compose yourself. <laughs> I'm, I'm rattled. Rattled. But, oh, um, I, can I, like I just say it? Can I just say I'm glad that the respect for Tom Brown has gone up uh, for the live reading abilities. So I uh, appreciate that. Now uh, let's move on to what I would
1: think was the uh, the matchup of the week last week. I really oh, enjoyed this yeah. game. It was the base side executioners up against the DFF and ladies and gents, the DFF putting up a 124, knocked off the base side executioners, couldn't get to 100 with 95. First win of the season. It's only one way to celebrate
0: a DFF win, isn't there? Oh, yeah. I'll crank it for a little bit so Steph can have his moment. It's a long intro, but I'm willing to wait. Bang it. Oh. <laughs> The sax! The sax! D-f-f. They beat the executioners. DFF.
3: See the DFF. Uh,
2: you well and truly made up for it, Benny. <laughs> I don't know. The, I have um, a feeling
0: that a lot of people have switched off listening at this point. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Jesus. Oh, we know uh, so, it. the DFF is the only one still listening Yeah, probably. the Pies song. It's
1: a great occasion for the DFF. Um, as I said, it's interesting. If you, if you told me after six weeks, they'd both be one and five. The Bayside Executioners and the DFF, wow, wait. Mm. Um, so a few notes here from Scooter. Um, I imagine the feeling that I currently have after losing to the DFF is similar to what Robert Downey Jr. felt when he hit rock bottom, then became a quitter and pussied out by going to rehab. <laughs> oh, he's a creative man. Hopefully this is as low as I can go. Surely I can't lose to Brody's SFL reserves team. <laughs> oh, he's, he's flat, the big fella. Um, he said on a plus note uh, with things with how things are going this season, Um, it looks like Steph's going to have to pay out early on another bet that he's probably forgotten about and will owe me a fourth bottle. Now I think he's referring to the Cowboys versus the Cleveland Browns bet that they put on at the start of the year. And I know he's very, very happy with how the Cowboys are going. And um, one other one he's got, which I'm not sure people know, but he's got the, I'll just bring this back. He's got the D's to win the flag, which tick that leg into the Cowboys to win the Super Bowl. Nice little multi, that one. Ooh. So I think it's paying, paying in the 50-to-1 uh, range or something like mm. that. So very nice little uh, payout there if that comes off. The third point is is relevant here from Scooter. The DFF is a <laughs> f- um Yeah, that's probably all that needs to be said. Um, look, Steph's come, come away with a few really nice points here too. And he said, in the words of the great Mark Jackson, there comes a time we have to put the kids to bed and make a big play. <laughs> he's up and about, the big fella. I like it, um, and he's got. He thinks there should be a new segment for the pod, and it's called Duke Johnson Watch. Now, I think this is directly aimed at you, Benjamin. <laughs> um, but he's rattled off Duke Johnson's stats over the first three, first six weeks: zero, 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 and 0.0 how do I fall asleep at night knowing I could have traded Cole Beasley <laughs> for him? God, <laughs> oh, That's and great. Just, just to close it out. It's pretty ironic, but uh, Steph also piped up with how many bottles of wine do the executioners owe me now? I think they both, they both have no track of what bets they've made and they both think they're, uh, they're in for a massive profit against each other. I will point out before we skip on to the next game, this was a ripper, but I think the most underrated part of this game was that the DFF was giving scoot shit about playing a player that scored zero. The problem was it was Zach Ertz who got traded midweek and played on Friday for the team that the DFF is supposedly passionate about. So I don't know what that says more about whether the, uh, the DF paying attention or his actual loyalty to the Eagles.
2: Mm. Mm. Absolute roster malpractice from Scoot. Shocking. Well, yeah, no, I
0: think, I think there's a fair bit to unpack there. I, I know that throughout the week we, we didn't mention or we forgot to remind people how, how many memes and how much trolling Scoot did in the lead-up to this game. And if there ever was a game to backfire on someone. It was pretty funny that it was this week, but I have a new uh, sound drop here that I'm dropping on you guys. Who
3: can it be now? Who can it be now? Who can it be now? Oh,
0: yes. Who Who could it be? Oh. (laughs) Oh, Wow. Who, who's here? Uh, we just played oh, in. Kidding. Who could it be? Do you want to? Uh, here he is. Let the listeners know who it is that's here. Here
2: he is. Jeepers! Speak <laughs> up. <Put his laughs> He's He's had a fresh do. He looks like Bert oh. and Ernie. I don't know which one. <laughs> uh, I got a fresh do.
3: Sensible haircut. Ready for the sensible haircuts <laughs> this week, honey?
1: Oh wow! Oh. You are oh. on fire. Wow, that's amazing! So this is a
0: live, uh, this is a live on air guest that these two didn't know about, but because the listeners can't see you, do you want to announce on air who is who is our guest this week? That um, that's your cue. I'm announcing it. Yeah, you.
3: Yeah, you. It's going well. It's the DFF, mate.
0: All right, DFF is joining. I
3: was invited by Ben Parker during the week, and I said. Couldn't wait to get on to have a chat with you boys. Well, we've just
0: reeled off your notes uh, just to get you up to speed here. We've gone through Scoot's note. We've gone through your notes and we like what you have brought to the
1: table. Keeney. Hey, DFF, um, can you give us an update on how Duke Johnson's going?
3: (laughs) Did you like my new little segment, did you? (laughs)
1: Love it. Not as much as you, mate.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. DFF, you have been the whipping boy of this league for since its existence just about. You've been the 12th seed in last year's power rankings, a staple. You moved up to 11. You've knocked off your second ever franchise in the Bayside Executioner and you got your sights set on your third franchise scalp. This is your forum, mate. Just say what you want to say to the league. Who do you want to take aim at? Go.
3: Oh, first I want to take aim at you three boys, the illustrious podcast host. Zero championships between you all. Have a, have a <laughs> that's a uh,
2: that's a good jab to have. Eighteen weeks into his into a cop, <laughs> it can only be one.
3: Uh, no, nah, it's just a little, just a little thing I thought about waiting for Ben to uh to let me into the chat.
2: Well, I I did watch Ben. Uh, he was fiddling around with something before. I thought he was coming up with a little comeback for his Duke Johnson jab, but little did we know he was getting your big mug on.
1: <laughs> hey, DFF, talk talk to us what? about Scooter. Talk to us about Scooter and the matchup. Like you're pretty confident, were you? Well,
3: Guaranteed. I knew I'd win. He was fucking barking away all week, putting pictures of. <laughs> screenshots up of your wins against me and hot eggs and bans and Timosses. I knew I was going to have a rough start to my, uh, my campaign, but I'm, I'm building now, Chris.
1: His team's rubbish, mate. Tell the people. His team's rubbish. His team is shocking. His team is
3: absolute <laughs> dreadful. Let's put so, it this way. Go. Where's he going to finish this year? You think he'll finish in the bottom three?
0: Yep, bottom two.
3: And who's got his first rounder?
2: This dude.
3: The- yeah, there you go. There you well,
2: go. Well, we have a we have a metric uh, for measuring where you think teams are sitting. Stefan. Uh, I'd like to just after your big battle with Scoot, I'd like to know where you have Scoot on the power rankings and where you have yourself, please. I think I had myself seven.
3: Woo! <laughs> One <laughs> win and you jump. I had myself higher <laughs> than Tim because he scored more than me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what What? Uh,
2: what? What show did Tim put up this week?
3: Oh, he was in Ashton, was he? Oh,
2: Almost.
0: Almost. almost. It was in that, that 80s show. show.
1: Now, Steph, you've been pretty uh, – you haven't been shy about the fact that you're playing the long game and you're happy with how your squad's going and it's not necessarily about this year and all that sort of stuff. You got draft picks. You got your, your own first. You got Hods first, which is both looking pretty nice at this point. If you do knock off the sensible haircuts this week and go to two and four, two and five, and are tied for the division lead, you're, you mate, you're wait, almost, a, mate. You, no, you're almost a three seed. Surely you've got to start to put a bit of interest into this year. Maybe take Jalen Waddell off the taxi squad. Maybe just start to get fed move about this year. What do you reckon?
3: Oh, I know I'm a chance to win the divvy this year. I'm a good chance, and I'm a decent chance enough with Jayla Model on the taxi. Can
0: you run Thank me you through? Much, can you Spine. run me through the logic of why he's still on your taxi squad?
3: He's just not ready. <laughs> he's, just not, <laughs> he's, he's not, not ready.
0: Not ready to fill one of your two empty bench spots. Is that what you're saying?
3: I'll let you be
0: the first to know when he's ready, Ben. I just I don't understand why he's sitting on your taxi squad.
2: Because he's got right. he owns
1: his own 1st Doesn't well, want
2: to probably when go. he probably when he can break out of a waddle on the field and get into a sprint, he might be ready.
3: There's a few there's a few reasons, Ben, but we'll, we'll leave that internally. That sounds so, like you
0: don't have any reasons.
3: No, there is reasons. You <laughs> Thank, don't need then a, no share one. them.
0: This is why we brought you on as a guest, not to talk in riddles, talk in absolutes. <laughs>
3: Or waddles. There could be some uh there could be some field roster spots soon, so just mind your own business. Yeah. <laughs> you should see
2: his face. <laughs> Jesus. Uh well, we're not gonna let you two get into a stouch. Uh but Jalen Jalen Waddle just quietly. Um, what does he have to do? He's he's a wide receiver, two almost sitting at twenty seven on the season. Two is well, back, is it... Keeney's announced it. Two is on. It's he's two ready... is on, that's good, I'm liking
3: it. And isn't it going to be nice when I have Akers, Edwards-Alaire, Jalen Waddle and two top five picks coming to me line up next season, Hottick?
1: Yeah. sounds like this is a pres- preservation of his own first round pick for this year for me. It just doesn't no, want that creeping too high. Well, how- they don't want to win.
0: All I can say is if you knock off the haircuts, then you're even shitter at tanking than winning.
3: <laughs> I will be knocking off the haircuts.
2: <laughs> oh, how long do we have this great man's uh, I don't know. company we'll, for?
3: Well,
0: we've just got to get through the last review here, Stephanos. So, if you want to hang around, maybe you can drop in some thoughts on the power rankings, which we're about to get to. Are you happy to do that? Sure. All right. Well, uh, Hod, kick us off with our last game review.
2: Now, that, that haircut is so rude. I need you to go on mute because I don't know what you'll get up to in that bedroom while I read this stuff. So... <laughs> Um, just mute yourself there, big fella, and let me get on with the show. So we have the Prestige Worldwide at a very healthy 5-1. and one. Now, he has defeated – this was the match of the round, by the way. Um, we were all looking forward to this. Defeated OJ's legal team for the first time ever uh, with a healthy 179 over his bitter rival 143. Um it was an epic contest, though. We were looking forward to it, as I said. And Jake, uh, he's pretty bitter about it. He hasn't provided us with too much, but not a great deal to take away, he reckons. they has put up a big, great score and likely top of the round. He's obviously um, inputted this earlier in the week and can't win them all. Good to see Ramondre Stiffenson earning big bills trust. So, little plug there for his uh, New yep. England back. Uh, what did he have? Just off the top of your head, Keeney. No, nah, he just he just got a lot more involved. Had a few goal line carries.
1: I reckon he scored his first touchdown. So, um, bit more bit more faith in Ramondre, which is well, which is a big thing for Bill.
2: Well, when we have the opportunity, take yourself off mute there, DFF. And uh, are you nervous about Ramondre being the new Damien Harris owner? Nah, not at all. All right, that's yeah, enough yeah. from you. Back on mute. All right, we'll carry on. <laughs> And uh, seven, seven targets for the big Paddy Uh Just another plug for one of his young guns there, Jake. He, he does look good. Um, but we'll move on to the the victor here. And he has come out swinging. He's very happy with himself. Uh, this is the commentary from Thais. Have I finally broken the curse of the fantasy gods? 0-2 oh, versus the legal team last year. And after some Fournette and OJ Howard magic, uh, was looking in trouble early he reckons until the sweet, sweet Dak CD stack. And Jake, just like Aaron Rodgers, listen closely, Jake. He owns the crappy bears and Thais says he owns you. I still own you, quote unquote. So just adding to the rivalry here, I love it. This is this is is this the best rivalry we have in the EDL?
0: It's definitely up there. And it, it's so fitting that they're Bears and Packers fans and they've got that bitterness like <laughs> those two franchises do. It's
2: amazing how that... Uh, all played out together in the one week. Uh, last comment commentary here from Thais and this is what we all wait to hear about on every week's pod. Uh, one of the pod hosts, he looks like he's not paying attention here, but I reckon he will just shortly. Also, can we get a Josh Allen update? I will give you the update. He's up to number two, the big fella, and Thais reckons he hasn't checked the quarterback rankings this week. Sweet, sweet Joshy Tassels loves the nips. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We should get an update next week after he's had his buy. No, oh, look, I'm oh, after, probably going to probably going to have to concede defeat on this one. He's flying, big Josh Allen. Um, I mean, he just puts up thirties and is that high twenties against terrible teams every week. So, is that conceding defeat
2: on the bet or the the lovely wife? Um, well, certainly the latter. <laughs> no,
1: wait, not the, wait, 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 no, not the
3: latter.
0: <laughs> the former.
1: The former. Shit. Got my ladders and formers wrong. (laughs) Uh, Disaster. Yeah.
0: No, well, you know that Matt's up and about when he gives two dot points in his uh, feedback there. So, well done, (laughs) Thais. and we'll move on to the power (laughs) ranking, shall we?
3: That's the power of love. That's
0: the power of love. And we've got got two people now in the bottom third on the pod, which is nice. So, we'll hear from both of them. Hod, kick off the bottom third
2: I would, uh, I would love for Steph to have access to our notes, and he could do this third round for us. But uh, we, we just don't have that capability yet. Let's uh, get him to guess. But-
0: guess. Uh, who do you reckon, DFF? Who came in at twelve?
2: The
3: Hoddick. came in at twelve. Ding 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 ding. Always All come right. last, the Harm Dingers. Oh. The- uh, if I've come in at eleventh, it's a joke. But I'll put myself at eleventh.
1: Go DFF.
3: <laughs> what? Why is it a joke? Because uh, I'm not
0: eleventh. I shouldn't be eleventh. <laughs> based on uh, based on his power rankings, where he put himself seventh. That's true. I'm, I'm,
1: I'm better than Scoop. Tim so Austin. where where are you for points four? Oh, second Is last. that where it is now? Is it, right? No, I'm just. Well, I'm just trying to work it out. So, wins your second last. Points for your second last. So, why should you be above second last? Just run me through it. Because I'm, I'm marching.
3: I'm on the way up. <laughs> sorry,
2: sorry. Yeah, you're right. Well, My I think, mistake. I don't know if you guys heard it, but he he put put himself above Timos there before he got cut off. But always, um, always I like that actually. Never an objective view, always subjective from old Mike Brady, DFF forever. We'll go, Brady. We'll go, to, we'll go to number 10. Uh, who's slotted in there? The executioners. Oh, very, very he's on. correct. He's on. It's three, three for from three. three. Can you round out the bottom third rent? We got Ashton. Oh, yes. he's four for four. How good what is What a this? guy. That I was... Run through the segment. This is no, great. this is right.
3: Cr-
0: that <laughs> it
2: that was outstanding.
3: Okay. Come on! Oh, oh,
1: he's still, oh, he's he's still, still going. Oh, oh, we didn't even ask. I haven't asked, <laughs> I, this is my. This is my third. You can shut up now. <laughs> he's no, he's nailed joking. it though. But mate, I'm happy for you to keep guessing. But just one quick thing. I've actually gone back to the start of the preseason or the, the preview of week one. We talked about the executioners at number ten on the power rankings. Do you know where we had him before the season kicked off? I'll guess four. Correct. Number four. Mm, it's a big fall. Six weeks in, down to number ten. What a fall from grace from the execution. Kind of an
3: operation you boys running, here.
1: That's almost falling one spot every week, Keeney. That was a yeah, he's free balling, that's for sure. That was a um that was a league vote, Stefanos, so Oh, okay, so, um, my so, so number eight. So number eight. Who do you have there, mate? Who do you have at number eight? Yeah, At Camo. Yeah, mate. Keep going. You're flying. Number
0: seven.
3: Seven old.
1: Can't pick yourself. Think, think Turkish. Nah, hang
3: on. Hang on. Hang on. I'll go. Look in the mirror. This is great.
0: Listen. <laughs> this
3: is great for the listeners. Jake.
2: Oh, oh. oh wow! No, nah, the only look- one. The only one you stumble on, we've given you clues. <laughs> yeah.
1: Look in the mirror, the sensible haircuts. Oh, okay. Sorry. Do you want to keep going or how's this segment going? Yeah, no, let's keep pushing. <laughs> no, 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 uh, okay. we well. will well, keep pushing. Um, Timos, we'll have a bit more to say about Timos later on, but uh, number six here, the straight cash homies. Uh, OJ's legal team slides down one spot to number five this week. Pretty unlucky, I reckon.
0: Yeah, pretty unlucky there. But like we sort of said, that top four or five, I think, is just going to interchange each week. Uh, so not a lot of movement in that middle section, only one swap there. And when Jake falls down a spot, Papper has moved up a spot to the fourth mm. here uh, at four and two. He has made his way into that top one. Another fall here for a team, and that is the Park City Lions fall down to third. Which does mean that the prestige worldwide have slid up to second spot, and at six and zero, the only undefeated team, it makes sense that Keeney is sitting there at the top spot. What are your just give us your gut feels there, Stefanos. You think that the power rankings on point? What don't or what do you disagree with?
3: Oh, I should be seventh. Nah, no, nah, no, nah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, nah, no, they, they, they seem pretty on point. I I reckon I should be above Scoot, but that's okay. Do you reckon after wow. next week that will be the case? I think so. I
1: can, think we can so. reveal we can reveal to the listeners it was tight between Steph and Scoot. Like there was nothing in it. You're basically neck and neck. So mm. I reckon a good showing this week, and you'll definitely be above the uh, the executioners. What a day! That I had a little
3: bit of a slow start with Timmy Patrick, but that's okay. I've got I've got
1: enough uh, points in the
3: bank, I think, to be able to get the win this week. Yeah, we'll we'll
0: get through the previews about that game, but another thing working for you is that uh, that Manny only has one Q B to start and that's a Geno Smith. So that's that's a good position to be in when you come up against someone. But let's uh, do you wanna stick around for the previews or have you gotta be off Steph?
3: No, 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 I'll stick around. All right. are you happy to have me Ben?
0: Oh, I'm more than happy to have Anyways. you, wait. More than happy, but we've got to, we've gotta keep it snappy. We can't uh, we can't have dead dead air time of you just collecting your thoughts. So let's move on to the previews.
3: Oh well, well, I said it with all due respect. That no, that doesn't mean you get to say whatever you want to say
0: to me. It sure
2: it sure as heck does. No, no, it doesn't it's mean in that. the Geneva Convention. Look at
0: us And our week seven previews in our league brought to you by Peoples and Jones Betting Insurance, no play, no pay. Uh, we'll kick it off with our first game this week, Hoddick, and that is the Park City Lions and the Punishers.
2: We do. And uh yes, thank you to Peoples and Jones Betting Insurance, no play, no pay. Uh what a great business that is. And we will hit, kick it off here with the bum buddies themselves, the Park City Lions 5-1 and one against Pappas Punishers 4-2. and two. How are we going to split this one, boys? We can't split the two of them. They're just Siamese twins. They are tied at the hip. A um, couple of blueies. A couple of blueies. Uh, it's almost like... We could, there's a number of love songs that we could play uh, whilst this is uh, going on, but uh, who knows? Maybe, want, maybe that.
0: Are you maybe saying you want happen. some background music? Dick?
2: Some yeah, dick music? Possibly. That, all right, possibly.
0: Well, let me see if I can tease something up.
2: Oh, how good is the, the service? Jeepers. All right. I'll just let this
0: soothing tones in the background.
2: I will try my best Dick Mercer impression for this preview. But uh, no, I won't. Uh, We'll get the commentary here from Ben. Very even scoring. Uh, Only 23 points separate these two teams on the season. And uh, the Punishers with the slight edge on max points four. due to buys and injuries. The Lions are without Chubb, Kittle, Thielen, Cooper. That's a handy foursome. We don't want to say foursome (laughs) when it kicks around. (laughs) Uh, the Punishers, notable outs are Carson, Chark. You can't put Chark in there. Oh, he, he would have had him as a starter. Jesus. Uh, Brown and Murray. Uh, Latavius out with the ankle, I think, and so is Antonio. However, currently has four questionable players in his starting lineup. They're battered and bruised, the Punishers. Pardon the pun, but Saquon has questionable on his bench as well. While Odell didn't get the Lions off to a great start, this is a much-maligned player. It's becoming for the Lions, and Ben will be hoping for Debo to make an immediate impact in his first start at Park City. This matchup could become interesting if one or two of those questionable players are ruled out. So it's kind of looking in your favor there, Ben. I don't know how the I don't know how the league's seen this. It is a 58%. Uh, to papa actually so not factoring in the injuries here but here's papa this i'm guessing this is going to be a very lovey-dovey uh bit of info here for everyone but this is sure to be game of the week two powerhouse franchises going head to head here we go i can just feel the love fest coming the punishers are looking forward to a heart fought fair contest and may the best team win i can't read this anymore boys i'm I'm not happy. I'm not happy with this new man who calls himself Papa. The Lions are hurting this week during the bipocalypse, and with Chubb ruled out, both rosters are now dealing with depleted rosters. Hopefully, my blue boy giants can get the Punishers a win over the much-respected opponent. Ugh. The Punishers are very wary of the best quarterback duo in EDL history. But are hoping that the underrated Brady Jones duo can limit some of the inevitable damage that Ben's quarterbacks can do. Bugs, DFF, Mike Brady, whatever we like to call you, can we get some commentary on this? Are you happy about this new spiritual Papa? Where, where's no, our old that's... fiery mate gone? Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, you can't like anyone in this league. You just got to just go nuts at everyone. I reckon. Hundred percent, absolutely, Ben. That was turn it up. Listening to that oddie, never but, read that shit out
1: again. The <laughs> thing you. is, the thing is, people forget that these two have been massive rivals for years. Like Michael Hasty. They Jamichael hated each other and uh, hasty <laughs> each other. Oh and my God, fair income. And now they're just like <laughs> bumming it up. I just can't. I, the the change in attitudes between these two is staggering. Like what what has happened? No, I'm not just too sure
3: there. Wait.
0: It all stemmed from a league that wanted to discard the runner-up of last year's league. And everyone wanted to throw him out and focus on the new. And I agreed with him. I thought that wasn't fair. I think he even pointed out that in our first power rankings, Hoddick's team was above Papa's team. And I reckon if people had their time again, that would look very silly if they voted that way. But, you know, I just uh, I heard him out and we have found mutual respect as our love song plays mm. off softly sounds, in the distance. Sounds
1: like- Sounds like you licked him out as well,
2: mate. Oh, jeepers. Well, I mean, it's while we have the DFF on, he's brought some very, very valid points about how the power rankings should just not be thought of as real, and I'm going to continue that with your little jab there, Ben, about the dingers versus punishers. Uh, The power rankings are a load of shit, aren't they, the DFF? Yeah, they just mean nothing. Don't even pay attention to them. You do, though.
3: But you do. (laughs) 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 all right let's
0: move on to our next game which is uh you know we spoke about we spoke about in the reviews what what did i miss did kenny have his hand up nah 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 no?
2: Okay. Your yeah, English is just a lot yeah, of stuff. don't so you
0: listen back to that. Oh, uh, yeah. Which well, is? I've, I checked out a long time ago, boys. Don't worry Damn. about that. I'm trying to play about 50 different songs. I'm trying to get guests on. I'm not doing that shit ever again because I can't read words. Um, oh, excuse you're doing us. a great
3: job, Ben. Look at you. Thanks,
0: Steph. Look at that.
3: I thought you said you <laughs> need to hate
0: ya. hate yeah. everyone in the league. <laughs> anyway, uh, the Gym City Stallions at 1 and 5 taking on the straight cash homies who are struggling to what most people thought of at 3 and 3. And you guys have knocked <laughs> Me on my ability to speak words good on this podcast today uh, so that's why I've given myself this game because this is the insight that these two boys have given us here, and I'll get through it very quickly Tim once again you can tell what's on his mind has said can't wait to have a beer with Jim can't wait to have a bag with Jim scoot sucks and Jim's takeaways from this is when do I play the DFF I need a win here I might get Tim at the right time and he'll probably make some lowball trade and bring in Tyreek Hill and Henry for a packet of twisties and rights to his firstborn. That is Jim's takeaways. Go on. You know, pretty good.
2: Well, we have the luxury of seeing the DFF on this uh, episode and either he was just severely constipated or he wasn't very happy with uh, Jim's commentary there. What can you say about Jim, Steph, <laughs>
3: He's a delusional, mate. I've looked at his I've looked at his team. He's got no first-round picks in three years. He'll, he'll be guaranteed. Mark my words. He'll be at the bottom, bottom of the barrel for the next five years.
2: Oh, wow. Oh, oh boy. Oh, it's it's uh, it's nice to know you weren't oh, you on the with, toilet. You don't
3: agree with me. You're gonna sit here and try to play the honesty game or not?
2: Uh, no, no comment here.
0: I, I'm with Please. you, Steph, in that he's <laughs> with the draft picks he doesn't have, he'd want his team to be doing better w- than one and five this year. I totally agree. Uh, look, just some takeaways Thank that you. Tim and Jim didn't provide us, but uh, some interesting points here is that Jim has the luxury of having a bit of chuba hubard on his lineup mm. while uh, Tim is – suffering with the lack of CMC. So that's an interesting watch there. Uh, Jim, another interesting play for him is whether he can get the Kenyon Drake or Josh Jacobs uh, matchup. Correct. He's actually said stuff it this week and he's just put both in his starting lineup. I think <laughs> rather than trying to get that correct, he's just put them both in uh, and on Timos side, he gets Kamara back um, and has some questionable players in Julio and Metcalf, but, I think this is probably going to go in Timos' favour. And uh, after the start that they've had, uh, old D. Ernest Johnson that we spoke about last week, that Timos has just slotted into his starting lineup and just had a field day in his first start 140 something yards and a touchdown. He's put up 23 points. So off to an absolute flyer. And I think the league tends to agree, and 75% have picked the straight cash homies over the Stallions. And uh, our old Peoples and Jones betting insurance, no play, no pay percentage is 94% at this stage to the straight cash homies. So, they have got it very one-sided at this point. Do you tend to agree on that one, DFF?
3: Yeah, I think so. I think, Tim, i said a great start with Dearness. Um Probably did as well as what you'd think McCaffrey would put up. So, it's a good little inclusion there for him. Um, yeah, good good start. I think he'll get the W.
2: Yeah, good yep. line, good length. He was good, wasn't he? Yeah, he was
1: good <laughs> Just... Just on to Ernest Johnson, um, you know, obviously a massive game, we've touched on that, but I think sometimes you have to lose a chub to appreciate the Johnson you have. Wow, <sighs> any tumbleweed on that long was one? Been I thought you coming was pretty, up
3: with that one for Christopher.
1: Uh, that was pretty good, I thought. Uh, saw it on Twitter, not gonna lie. All right, um, <laughs> really enjoyed it. Let's 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 move on, let's move on to, ha. Oh, well, he's the great man's here, but I feel kind of – I don't feel right previewing this, but I will. We'll get your thoughts afterwards, DFF. But it is the sensible haircuts up against the DFF. Now, thanks again to Peoples and Jones Betting Insurance. No play, no pay. Now, Sleeper has this as a 62% favourite for the haircuts, but I can tell you right now, Steph, the people uh-huh. have spoken. The people have spoken. 67% think the DFF's going to get the job done. Two-thirds of the league are on board, mate. And I know for a fact that we have an eliminator pool pick on your good self as well. So a lot of keen eyes will be on this matchup. Um, Injury-wise, Tyreek Hill's got a little bit of a quad, but he's expected to play um, a massive game. But from Manny, and Manny's already touched on kind of how he thinks he's outsmarting the league, playing a bit of chess when everyone else is playing checkers. But he says that this will be one of the all-time biggest tank jobs you will ever see. The DFF winning the division will actually hand the sensible haircuts a couple of more top six picks. He wants you to finish above Camo as he holds Camo's first rounder and Jim's. Um, So consider the haircuts firmly on the DFF bandwagon this week. Uh, He's got a nice bye week advantage for the DFF with a pretty clean roster to pick from whereas the haircuts will go in with Geno Smith as the only QB and loses Deontay Johnson and Justin Jefferson from the wide receiver corpse 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 that carried him uh, that carried the team last week. And he's keep keeps on banging on about this. Mark Andrews, six points away from tight end one status. So he's really ramming home that trade. Mm. Oh. He's very happy with what's, uh, what's going on there with old, uh, Marky Andrews and Andrews, um, and he finally finishes with saying it will be bittersweet when the DFF adds a third career scalp to his list of teams he has defeated, so, and he's so wait, hopeful. Wait, wait,
3: wait. So he's not wanting to win, but he's got Andrews in his lineup.
1: Yeah, no. Well, no, he's going play it, to play it straight, as he should, but he's, he's somewhat hope, hopeful that you actually get up um, for okay. his draft picks. Um, but he's also saying that he hopes that uh, – the DFF starts the former Sensible Haircut, Brian Edwards, and um, it'd be nice for him to get a taste of victory once after being traded from the Johnny Unitedist ahead of the inaugural season. So you don't forget those players that you drafted. I remember he traded him for Marlon Mack from memory. So he would like to see Brian get the start this week, big Brad. So uh, we'll get your thoughts on that in a sec. But Steph, um, look, you've come up with some pretty good points here. This should be, as my theme song suggests, a real (laughs) cakewalk. I like that one. Why does he have Geno Smith on his roster with a face palm emoji? Which is which makes the point, it just really rams the point. The 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 emojis is what we
0: want,
1: and we'll get your thoughts on this, Steph. I, I found this an interesting point. He traded his QB, Russell Wilson, to obtain seven first rounders in a draft where there are not very there are not many good QBs. <laughs> Interesting move. And then the, elaborate, please. Steph. Wait, don't forget the emoji you put in there. And and uh, I yeah, it's hard yeah, to describe hand
0: on, hand emojis. But yeah, it's if, hand on the chin. If you had to give it a Quizzical. sound, it would be hmm. A quiz, a
3: well, quiz, Watkins. I, from the uh, from the mock drafts and scouting reports I'm reading, there's a, one quarterback might go in the first round this year.
0: So you're saying. Just, so you've just... traded
3: a Hall of Fame quarterback I'm just I'm not, I'm not, I'm not i'm not saying it's a bad move it might be a master stroke, but I'm just saying you've traded a hall of Fame quarterback to get more picks into a draft where there is no good quarterback
0: so currently just to get your thoughts live on air here you can only trade quarterbacks back into your team for quarterbacks is that what you're saying?
3: No, well, he's got no there, – there's no contingency there with quarterbacks. So, is what I'm.
0: if your point is that there's not many good quarterbacks in the draft, that would, I don't know, make an assumption to say that there's lots of potential skill position players that he could use those draft picks on and then flip them for a quarterback. Yes or no?
3: He could do that. He could do
0: that. Okay, just wanted to check out the logic.
1: He did say it was a very interesting move. And as we know with Manny, I think he's, I think he's definitely one that's going to start using those picks for players. I don't I think he'd be just, taking I just too think many he picks. He had rough. enough
3: picks to get skilled position players. he keep Russell Wilson for two or three years anyway. Hmm. What's the rush?
2: What's the rush? Um, so <laughs> while we have you on here, DFF, we don't have many <laughs> conversations without you and Sam Darnold in the same topic. How many of those first man he has would uh, take him to get big Sammy D?
3: <laughs> oh, I can tell you when he threw that. First pick with his first throw of the last game. At three in the morning, I was just running around my bedroom. I can think he's going to get benched. But he came back <clears> strong, <out throat> Sammy.
2: He had a good drive. last drive. Yeah. Now, if there's anything I've learned in the NFL, you never bench Hall of Fame quarterbacks. He's got nothing to worry about there.
3: No, nah, he's, still, he's still, still a spring chicken, Sammy. So he's got plenty of room to grow. Now to answer your question, yeah, you know, three of those first rounders would probably cut it. Send, send me an offer there, Manny.
2: <laughs> On par with Russell. On par with, with Russell.
1: Yep.
0: With an injured I Love that. Yeah, yeah.
2: If um if Manny did send you three first for a quarterback, which quarterback would you draft with <laughs> that pick? In
3: the... <laughs> good one. <laughs> oh,
1: I got him round the back door.
3: <laughs> oh.
0: All right, let's let's keep this moving because I'm, I'm right. very mindful that we'd be lucky to have people still listening at an hour fourteen right now. That's nah, so a good
1: pod. Games. It's a good pod. We got the DFF on. There's no reason you should tune out. That's uh, That's next game, this-
3: isn't that right, Chris?
1: Absolutely. You got a lot of love when uh, I think Camo suggested you should jump on the pod, and a lot of people agreed. Um, we've got speaking of the great man Camo, we have got the San Diego Demons, the two and four San Diego Demons up against the five and one Prestige Worldwide. Now, what do we have here? The Peoples and Jones betting insurance, no play, no pay, have this as, gee whiz, pretty even contest. Um, And the league agrees, sort of 57%, 58% range. So a slight favourite is Thais. I think he's a three-point favourite in the projection. So I think uh, the bye weeks play into this a little bit, but um, it should be a pretty good one to watch, pretty close. Um, In terms of injuries, we've got Kareem Hunt, who's been put on IR, which is a bit of a... Bit of a bummer for Camo. Um, he's, got, he's done his calf. Antonio Gibson's a really interesting watch for Matt here. Um, he would definitely be hoping he plays, obviously, but um, he's a really important player for Matt. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I think – I'm not sure what you guys think, but I think I've been hearing that he's probably likely he, they might rest him this week, but we'll see what happens. Um, and then we've we've touched on Baker Mayfield. He's,
2: he's done his shoulder. How many weeks, Hod, do you reckon, for that one? Hard to know. It is hard to know. Um, the labrum's serious enough, uh, but and then they're talking about this little fracture, which will require healing. He could play through the labrum, so it, it's up in the air at the moment. Can I? Can I, j- is can, he, can I just ask he why? Much
3: of a downgrade for, I mean, is Case Tina much of a downgrade?
2: Ooh,
1: controversial. I, I think in real life that's a fair call. They've got such a great system and scheme and running game that he. I think both QBs sort of manage the game a bit. I think it's not a bad call.
0: I might just clarify for anyone who's a bit confused: Baker Mayfield is being mentioned here because Matt has Case Keenum, because Jake owns yeah. Baker Mayfield.
1: Yeah, well, I think that yeah, that's relevant with the Case Keenum, yeah, sort of news in terms of how long Matt can kind of hold him for, or maybe Matt looks to so trade him. Who can knows? I,
3: can I ask, can I ask a question? So, what, what did what did Jake pay for for Baker? Was it a first?
0: I will tell you Dobbins. in ten seconds or so.
1: It was Dobbins and something, I reckon.
0: It was Mike Williams and Baker Mayfield, a third and a third. He got in and he gave up Roth, Cooks, Aguilar, and a first.
1: It's looking to be a very okay, nice so, trade. Yeah, well, the way that so Mike Williams is playing.
3: With, mm.
1: Anyway, let's, um, let's move on to this preview. So, from Camo's point of view, um, we know what Camo likes to do here with the previews. He normally goes to Big Moz, but... Um, He's basically just playing this one pretty straight here. How good are weeks? He's seen what his opposition's dealing with, and he's just ramming that point home. He's pretty happy with um, what's happened to Matt's team this week. And he said, the fantasy gods are giving me me nothing with the reverse Moz this week, so let's be straight up and real. Jared Goff sucks. (laughs) 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 So I like it. But then, sure enough, he's gone back to it. Really looking forward to Tyler Boyd. Auden Tate, CJ Zoma, and Drew Sample. Actually, no, sorry, he's continuing on, isn't he? Really yeah. looking forward to Tyler Boyd, Auden Tate, CJ Zoma, and Drew Sample scoring TDs this week. Basically, anyone but T Higgins and Jamar Chase from the Bengals. And obviously, he has Joe Burrow, so he really is actually feeling pretty confident. It sounds like comeo this week, which is good to see. Um, Thais, no Dak, no Joshy Tassels, no CD Lamb, no J Rob this week. So I took the boys down to the factory and they got a pump up from Sam Darnold and the DFF himself fresh off destroying the executioners. Now, did you have any input in this sort of comment section here DFF or it feels oh, like you had some sort I of it. Oh, it feels like you're in communications like, as he was writing it. Core
2: bullshit on that.
1: Keep going. Put it there's, in the group. there's more. There's more to it, Akiny. There's more. They gave me some WD40, a mop, <laughs> and some videos of Sam Darnold's... It's Sam Darnold out sprinting Lamar Jackson just like the DFF himself down at Albert Park Carousel on New Year's Eve. Good old wow. DFF for So us. can I no ask DFF. something on that?
2: That comparison to Steph's, uh, the best sprint I've ever seen and witnessed live. But was, was Sam Darnold uh, under any performance enhancing drugs for this sprint? Can I ask that? <laughs> yep. Does, da- Does WD forty uh, count as a performance enhancer? Loops them up a bit.
3: <laughs> yeah. loose. Say it's not, but yeah.
2: Squeaky wheel gets the
1: <laughs> WD
3: forty. whatever you want. WD forty. There's, there's your plug.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, and mate, he's just con- and Thais has just continued on with the with the love for the DFF. Not sure how it's relevant in this matchup, but. He said he's picked him in the eliminator pool. We've touched on that. He's he's very confident in the DFF getting the job done this week. As I said, nothing to do with this game. Um, and final point: Joshy Tassel nips forever. So with a with <laughs> the music, I suppose a that's music a good emoji. old DFF forever. So yeah, anyway, clever. Yeah, we'll I guess.
0: Like to record the good old Joshy Tassel nips forever song <laughs> for yeah, next week. Catchy. Maybe it's, it's got catchy. a catchy title. We'll move on to an absolute barnstormer <laughs> of a game here. The one in five Bayside Executioners taken on the Owen six. Humdingers and Owen. the Owens. Uh, for two teams... Is this match of the round? This could be match of the round with the old kazoo playing. Um, yeah, for two teams that had very good seasons last year, it has certainly flipped on them this year. Um, some by design and some by natural selection, it would seem. So, Scoots takeaways here. What an epic contest we have. I haven't seen this much crap since I watched some German porn. <laughs> Who porn Who Wow I felt that that was too its too obvious Join the dots uh, I heard a story once That as a child Brody was never able To ride a bike Due to not having Helmets big Big enough To fit that massive Melon of his It's a huge bonce So the story Is probably true
1: Hod Hod We need to get him Off the teleprompter It's not happening For him today <laughs>
2: Oh, German pooporn! join the dots, that is gold. (laughs) (laughs) My reading skills are broken today.
0: (laughs) Oh, shit. Just actually thinking about Hod not having a helmet big enough to fit his head set me off, though. I found that very hard to read. (laughs) But moving on. Hey. Odd, your takeaways for this matchup. This has to be the shit, the bed match of the round. So there's some common themes going on here. It is in the best interest for the dingers to unload on the executioners this week. Are we still talking about shits? Uh Holding on to Scoot's first rounder for the upcoming 2022 draft, and obviously not having your own, let me give you the hot tip of the shaft. Some phone calls have been made to a certain league member, and the blue pills are on in a convoy on the way to the Humdingers HQ. we there's a lot of Ramondre Stiffenson about that. The TNF summed up this match, really. Rashad Higgins versus Teddy Bridgewater, the colossal t- battle of t- the t- ages. T- t- uh, and obviously, the convoy didn't arrive in time in this matchup with Higgins dishing out a juicy 0.3 and Teddy B's 13 points. It... It's not a great start to this contest and it's lived up to, I guess, what we anticipated. Hod, you have made a bit of a theme in the last two weeks of your Thursday night plays in the last two weeks have combined in back-to-back weeks for 0.3. You started a zero with Boston Scott and Higgins 0.3. What uh, what have you got in store for us next week?
2: Oh, I don't know, but all I, all I, I can't wait for another episode of TNF. That'll be a, a ripping game next week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading your notes, fuck it. <laughs>
0: Oh, Scoot and Steph. Oh, here we go. Steph, you get another mention. Scoot and Steph are the tiny genius minds as we know, and they are becoming more and more similar as this season progresses. Scoot continues to talk as much bollocks as anyone in the league, yet dishes out abysmal results. His recent performances getting knocked off by his counterpart last week has to be one of the lower points for the executioners, but Hod is sure that won't change his approach. What do you think about that, Steph, about the tiny genius minds? You haven't mentioned that one either.
3: Um...
2: Can you just rewind a bit? Oh, shit. So, sorry to uh, sorry to interrupt the mirror you use this phone as because he just looks at himself with his new haircut the whole time and doesn't listen to anything Ben attempts to say. Oh goodness, I actually got England. a
0: sentence out there, mate, and you you just didn't ran the point home. Basically, no, what was Hod was saying I'm is that doing... you and Scoot are almost performing and thinking on the same level. Do you agree or disagree? Go. Agree. <laughs> Moving on to match of the round
2: Now I uh, I have to Let everyone know that these boys My fellow podcasters Absolutely begged me To do this match of the round segment again It was received so well Last week that I had to be shifted from the start of the show. Keeney's now the new Tom Brown, and I'm bringing the show home with matches around every week. So here we go with uh, the People's Jones. What do we call him? Betting insurance, no play, no pay. Where have we got this sitting, Donovan? We have, we? 92%. This has to be the most lopsided match of the round we've ever had in the history of EDL histories. 92% to the grouse. And only 8% to the legal team with a point differential of 35. And the league thinks even worse for the legal team. It's a hundred percent for the grouse to bring the match of the round home. So not a lot of love there for the legal team. Number five. Uh, and we'll get some commentary from him. I love bye weeks, he says. Uh, hopefully, get Gibson, hopefully Gibson misses with a calf and the the McKissick-Heineken stack makes its long-awaited debut. And speaking of stacks, he's already locked in rugs and car. So that one's confirmed. He's given us some uh, early mail there. And Keeney, we'll get to your notes here and we'll get your thoughts afterwards. But the curse of the bye week. Not much the fantasy gods can do about this one other than to ensure Antonio Gibson misses time to really ramp up the McKist on the dick time. And regardless of the grouse, catches a break here with Zeke, Naji and Mike Williams on the bye, which Jake alluded to just before. That's a handy uh, trio to have missing for this week. And um, Tua comes into the starting lineup and the grouse welcome back Ridley and Pitts, the Falconians. Uh, we'll be interesting to see if anything has changed coming out of the bye week for Atlanta. Well, speaking of that, Pitts did get uh, quite a bit of attention in London. Uh, you'd be happy with that, wouldn't you, Keeney? Yeah, he looked a bit better. I think Ridley didn't
1: play. So uh, it will be interesting to see the adjustments after that. I think a lot of teams sort of just adjust a little bit after their bye week. So we'll see what happens. I think Ridley is Ridley's like wide receiver 50 on the year or something. Um
2: so I'm hoping there's a little bit
1: of correction
2: there, but I'm we sure shall they see. Will, sure, there will be after the the buy. I was um was listening to something. Uh, hopefully for you, pits does get um, continues this volume, and then I think that will open up a bit for Ridley uh, later in the year if they have to zone in a bit more on the big fella. But uh, last point here, it's the first of a big matchup schedule for the Grouse with upcoming games against Jake and Ben before all the important divisional games. When you're 6-0, and that's what you can afford to do. You can look ahead beyond one week at a time. And that's what Keeney's done here. So you'd like to get this one. Keep the, uh, keep the win streak alive to start the year, Ben. Do you have something
0: on that? I just I think one of the more interesting watches in this matchup. You brought up where Ridley sits on the season, and Naje Harris is looking very nice, and that was mm. sort of the main component in that trade there. If you, uh, with hindsight, up your sleeve, would you be happier with Naje so far in your lineup?
1: Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, and I and I gave him a first as well. So pretty bad trade for me um, in hindsight. I talked to Jake about it a couple of weeks ago. Um, Naji's volume's just been insane. Mm. Um, I think he's, he's in the is he top five running back on the year. Yeah, he he's is close. He's three. Um, so I think I gave up Ridley and a first for Naji and maybe a late pick coming back. But um, yeah, Naji's been outstanding.
2: So yeah, definitely. If I had my time again, I wouldn't have done that. But um, you know, that's that's what happens. Well, I can see a confused face uh, down there at the DFF headquarters because he has no idea who you're talking about. It is Naji from all reports, oh, Najee Harris. Uh, so get it, get it right, boys. That's how you uh,
3: pronounce it, yeah? Najee. Najee, exactly how right. That is
0: how you pronounce it. You're right.
3: Uh... <laughs> so, hang on, ben. One is J-E-E? Is it J or G?
0: D- depends how you pronounce something, I would have thought. Is it is oh. a J? No,
3: you just, if you had the letters J E E next to each other
0: how would you say that in those letters i would say g yes no, no, no. that's I'm correct
3: asking question, ben.
0: <laughs> i don't care what you think the bloke pronounces his way a certain way you need to respect that not have your own interpretation moving on
2: It is good to have this segment back. But what I will do is I will take the opportunity to apologize to Peoples and Jones Betting Insurance because I just don't think they got their value for money for sponsoring this show this week. (laughs) And we will be back better than ever, probably with just the three of us. I don't know if that's played any part in (laughs) what's going on. But, Katie, any thoughts on that?
1: No, well, they got about as much value as we got on our Friday night multi (laughs) to start the week. Well, that's (laughs) true.
2: And... This is an absolutely golden segue you've just um, brought up because the man of the hour in the Grapevine segment returning is the illustrious Thais. I will not air out what is going on, um, players Mm -hmm. by players. I won't do that. But I want to just bring to the league's attention that we would have to agree that Thais what, One of the best teams in the league, yeah? Number two in the power rankings. Number one in
0: scoring, Uh, I
1: think. Yeah, i put him number one. He's number one in scoring. I think he's 14 and five over his whole career, so lost five games in two years. He'd have to be in the top two.
2: Good, good. You're setting it up perfectly. So he's also been a top two scorer on the week in five of the six. He's had one poor week, and I think that was 120 with his quarterback stinking it up. So he is right up there. In contending for this year's title, do you agree? Yep, absolutely. Well, Get some of the of him. some of the gibberish going on in Joe his Bra- trip. <laughs> 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 wow, well, it's uh, there was a that cameo. Brady. Of- yeah, there was a cameo of Joe Brady. I reckon uh, based on that performance, but um, he <laughs> he's he is a little reluctant to pull the trigger. You know, you blokes have made some moves recently to shore up your title chances, given your two of the top three or four teams in it. Um, every chance you've got to win the title this year. And I'm hearing and experiencing myself, some of the talk coming from this bloke with his trading, um, trying to acquire some big dogs in the league. And he's a bit reluctant to part ways with future assets. So, I'd ask you, Thais, to really consider where you rate yourself. Is this, in fact, the two-horse race that Ben and Keeney talk about so much off air on this podcast? (laughs) Um, Because I experienced it myself. Then I heard from another league member that this has been going on in talks. I just thought it was the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Thais, you are, if not leading the title race, you are right there, mate. So consider yourself and your future assets and lock up your chances to win this title this year and maybe next year, given you've got no more. So carry over the team that you make this year and uh, could go back to back and scare the shit out of these two podcast hosts in and Ben. That's my thoughts, boys. I'm passionate about it this Mm. week. I just don't know where he's at with his team. Uh, uh, If I was to play devil's advocate and think – Sort of from
0: Matt's point of view, I reckon he would be sitting there going, I'm sitting pretty right now. Maybe I don't have to make a trade. And I think that is the logic that he might be applying here. That's if a can- risque
1: manoeuvre. Yeah. Are you passionate about Thais making a trade or are you getting some value yeah. where, from your squad? Where is <laughs> oh, this? Angled, mate. Explain that. But I will say Matt, Matt, uh, Matt has himself second on the power ranking, so I'm pretty sure he rates himself pretty highly. Don't know mm. what gibberish he's t- telling you.
2: Mm. Yep, and I don't know a, a Joshy Tassels uh, Digsy little stack would look very nicely down there in the Prestige double stack. Double stack, That's eh? Right. That's now, what nips are. I'm mindful
0: that we've hit the one hour thirty mark. This has been a it's long a pod, pod. Uh, but we can't really finish up until we talk about divisions as well. <laughs> divisional 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 let's get divisional let's talk division stuff <coughs> Kenny is a fan of that sound drop there yeah. uh let's talk divisions shall we for just one second the sunny weaver junior division steph i'm calling them the pies division Why do you reckon that might be
3: because one of us is going to win the championship? I don't Cause know.
0: Because <laughs> their combined record is 4-20. Four,
3: four wins, hey. 20
0: losses there for that division. Never had more than one win in a given week. We are six weeks into the season. That is an alarming stat. I think we even mentioned it well, earlier in it's the a- pod that the Demons are leading it with two wins on the season. Yes, Steph?
3: I'm just saying, like, that means I'm well and truly in for the uh, for the takings of this division. I would love to meet one of you two, Ben oh. Chris. I'm looking at you. Well, in how one about of the playoff games.
0: how about you put your money where your mouth is and you take some players off your taxi squad and put them into your empty bench lineup and actually shore up what? your team and shore up the division? Have
3: I ever said to you once what you should be doing with your team? No, no, because I wouldn't <laughs>
0: listen. Uh, anyway. <laughs> The Bo Callahan division, likely an unlucky team. On the inverse, there, if we're going to have a fortunate team from the Weavers, the Callahans are going to be likely because. Oh, sorry, not the Callahan. My mistake. The Vontae Mack division, isn't it? That's your one, Keeney, mm. Because right now, mm. what is your combined record? It is something alarming.
1: Yeah, probably should have looked at this before we um, jumped on the pod. But I did that's ask you okay. to put some
0: notes in there.
1: Oh, apologies. It's eight. It, we're <laughs> sorry. We're eighteen and six. So, pretty strong.
0: Yeah, so virtually the inverse, aren't you there? Which right now, it's looking like Timos or Papa are going to be trying to hang on to that fifth or sixth seed option there. Actually, no, because one of you guys... Yeah, so one person misses out, don't they, in that division? Yep. Just simple mathematics. Um, yeah, so very, very tough play there. And then the Vontae Max, a little bit of a mix. Sorry, the Callahans mixed bag here with... Five wins, four wins, four wins, one win. So, Scoot's just sitting out there. Go, Hod. What are you laughing at?
1: Oh, nothing. My ineptitude. Just, just, just bumbling around. <laughs> no, I, I think that the main thing with the Vontae Mack division is that everyone in that division basically has no draft picks next year. So, there's going to be someone who's unlucky, misses the playoffs, and will be sitting there with nothing to do to their roster sort of thing. So, it could be a pretty um, a down off-season for some unlucky team. Who knows who it'll be? But... Um, I've just done the maths. Actually, we've gone for an hour and a half today, and I reckon half an hour of it was Ben just fumbling around the teleprompter. So <laughs> that's, that's why we've that's why I've gone for an extra half hour. But I've enjoyed it with the DFF's presence. On that
0: note, why keep this going any longer than it should <laughs> be? I apologise to the listeners out there. An hour and a half of me just constantly fucking fumbling <laughs> over my words and not preparing enough for particular segments. I will be better. I will be back next week and I won't bother to get the DFF on for his special comments because I yeah. think that threw me for a loop. You might be my one and only kryptonite here, Steph. Mm. I just can't collect my but, thoughts uh, when you are in play. Be
3: better, Ben, as the Michael dearest would say.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's got a touch of donkey about it on the podcast, doesn't it? But... um. No, no, I thought it was solid It was great to have you on Stefanos And we'll see you For a palmer on Monday Buddy
3: Yeah we're booked in Boys 6.30pm Malvern Vale Be there Or be
1: square The whole pod's gonna rock up the league That wants to come
2: <laughs> <laughs> Three all There's the first plug of the week, the Vale Hotel. But speaking of sponsors, after this teleprompter performance, I think, Ben, we might need to hit up Specsavers or something along those lines because you have not been able to read that teleprompter very well at all. And 11.41, we're here uh, a.m. in the Eastern Standard Time Zone. How's my 11 a.m. deadline going, boys? Why? I'm I'm, I'm running a bit behind for the Cox Plate today, but that's what's on. I might need some... Peoples and Jones bet insurance for my pony bets today on the Cox Plate. But like Donovan, let's hope I can pull a groin at some stage today. Podcast over and out.